Welcome to the Sobriety Elevated Podcast with your hosts, Kevin and Jim. We are dedicated to strengthening your recovery and elevating your sobriety. Thank you for listening. It is showtime. And we're back. We have a great episode today. Jim, I think today is a good day to talk about gratitude. I think it is a great day to talk about gratitude. If you all didn't catch it, Kevin got up in church and told his story. As I watched that, I was literally filled with gratitude that somebody could go from being an addict to over almost 1,100 days clean. Coming up on three years very quick here, which I'm grateful for that. Gratitude is something that's extremely powerful to me. And I've told the story before on the podcast, but we have some new listeners. And I think back to my very first week in rehab, we were told to make a gratitude list. I, at the time, literally couldn't even think of one thing. I thought, well, at least I have a daughter. Mind you, I thought my life was over. I thought Rachel was leaving me. I thought I was losing my business, everything. So I wasn't even sure if I was grateful to be alive at that moment. And what's funny is in a meeting, someone had introduced themselves as a quote unquote grateful alcoholic. And I thought, what is wrong with these people? These people are delusional and they're crazy. And uh, <laughs> something is very wrong if somebody says yeah. that they're grateful for all the suffering. Yeah. And, and I yet, thought about it. And yet, I know we get to a point. <laughs> we get to a point where we're grateful for all of our experiences. And as a coach, I will tell you. Your ability to create a level of gratitude for everything that has happened at the past will bring you deeply into peace for yourself. I think back at my life and all of the issues and problems that I had, and uh, it's hard to say it, but I'm grateful now because of where I'm at is because of that. So I'm grateful for all the issues. And and I, I would probably, you know, people are saying, you know, would you change it? Would you not? Now that it's happened doesn't even matter if I would go back and think about that. I just know that everything happened exactly how it did. And it brought me to the point I'm at now. And it's funny that the word gratitude is thrown around a lot, especially in the 12 step rooms and, and things like that. And I really have found that whenever I am upset or disturbed or feel uncomfortable or get anxious or mad, whatever, if I just sit down and I think of five things that I'm grateful for, it changes my whole mind and my whole, whole persona. And something I will say to that is, if you are not in a space of gratitude, then the universe is showing you your next space of healing. That that you are not grateful for, there's some healing there. I guess that that was pretty deep, but um, I think back to my life, actually, when I wasn't grateful, you're right. I needed a lot of healing in those areas. And once I've received some healing and some closure, I am grateful. And you know, I went from again that day and I tell this story a lot, you know, just whenever I couldn't even think of one thing to be grateful for. And then you fast forward to today. And I mean, that we could sit here and have a 10 hour episode on listing just things I'm grateful for. I mean, the fact is, is my life, although not perfect and is really high stress right now and is a really fairly uncomfortable place just in my career and other things. I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for the opportunity to be where I'm at. I will take a look and say that some of that stress you're actually growing and thriving on. And because of the depth in which you are committed to your recovery, you can be grateful for that stress. And the moment you're grateful for the stress, all of a sudden, 
it is not as deep of a deal. I know that sounds kind of awkward, but when you're not grateful for something, you develop resistance. And that which we resist persists. And yet when you can get to a space of acceptance and gratitude, life really does flow. You still have the same amount of challenges. You still have stress. But it flows and you have the ability to flow through it back into gratitude. Growing up, I used to think, oh, this power of positive thinking is crazy. And my grandma, who's probably the most influential person in my life, she always used to say, think positive, think positive. We'd read the little engine that could. You know, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. And I thought that that was all crazy. But I'm finding that when you make a choice uh, to be positive, when you try to find the good in situations, it does. It turns your mindset. And, you know, you hear that attitude of gratitude and all of that. And it's true. And I think that when people are around me now, it's kind of made me more of an optimistic person rather than a pessimistic person. I mean, I'm a realist. When there's issues, there's issues and we deal with them. It's just in a much different way and a much different light now. One of the things about being a realist is you can develop a level of gratitude even when something doesn't go your way. Because in life, things cannot go our way all the time. And one of the more powerful ways to be is when you get up in the morning Write down 10 things you're grateful for. If you do this for 30 days, you will begin to rewire how you create this experience called life. When you create life from the perspective of gratitude, what emerges is love. What emerges is acceptance. And what emerges is deepening however you are for that day. Yeah, I love that, Jim. We we have a choice. You know, I think it comes down to we have a choice. And it's easy for me to get whenever I get into kind of one of my negative thought processes or I get kind of in that loop where I start to find all the bad things. When in reality, there's so many good things, even within the bad things. You know, I have some some challenges in business right now that it's just it's just hard. We're we're busy, we're overwhelmed. But two years ago, you know, me and Matt, my business partner, were talking and it's like if you would have told us two years ago, these were our problems, we would have had a party and been like, this is the greatest problem in the world. But for some reason in our minds, you know, we start to kind of shift. So I'm really making an effort to just take stock in things that I'm grateful for. And also one thing that you've taught me, Jim, which is really important is to notice some of the little things. It sounds really cheesy. I'll tell you, whenever I first, you know, got sober and, and especially when I first started working with you, which was, you know, after a year or two of sobriety, whenever it was, and noticing those little things, I would see God or whatever you want to call it everywhere, you know, whether it was getting a good parking spot or whether it was seeing a friend or seeing a bird or whatever, you know, you just would, you can find things to be happy about and excited about where I think whenever I was actively using, I would find anything to be negative, to be mad. So I had an excuse to use. And now finding those little things. Just today, I went to lunch with a buddy who's in recovery, and we're going to have him come on and tell his story. And he's a buddy. He works with me, all kinds of stuff. After that lunch, I was so excited and so happy just because he has such like an aura of gratitude. Like he's just, we're talking about struggles. And he's like, yeah, but you know what? Hey, at least we're not dead, bro. Like, come on, because we could be. You know, it, it's really, really crazy uh, when you just boil it down and you take stock of the things you can be grateful for. Understand in life, it takes just as much energy as it does to be grateful as it does to be not grateful. 
The only difference is, is oftentimes if you focus on your misery, it grows day after day after day, which is the inverse opposite of gratitude. And that's where, and you said it yourself, when you were using, the misery was so heavy on you that you literally had to use to numb. Yet as a sober person, you're learning you can move mountains just one rock at a time with a smile on your face and you're moving mountains. Two years ago, you like to have the problems you have now, they're great. Yeah. And just like misery loves company, I think, uh, whatever the opposite of misery, happiness loves company too. And we like to surround ourselves around people that are like us. So, you know, I've just noticed sometimes for me, whenever I'm negative and I start talking about people and getting bad, you know, down and all that, people around me start to agree with me and we love to like be around like-minded people. But once you make that effort to say, hey, I'm going to change my mindset, I'm going to change how I think, it really does uh, come together. You know, Rachel, she was, I was in rehab and, you know, life was a disaster and a mess. And she went to this meeting and, and the guy, uh, he said, Hey, you know, Rachel, the key is just make a gratitude list. And she was about ready to stab him with her pen because <laughs> at I the could time, see her she, doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was, she was like, What? It's become an ongoing joke. Whenever we kind of have a little tiff or a little argument, we're like, Hey, did you make your gratitude list today? And it's funny and we're joking and stuff, but it's true. Like, it's really, really hard to be upset about things. Like today, if I look at my life and I name 10 things, like you said, five things, even two things that I'm grateful for, it's going to change my mindset because I'm going to realize that there's more good than bad. And even if there's a lot of bad, there's still some things that I can be grateful for. And I know that if I stay sober, if I stay doing the right things, things are going to work out. Maybe not always how I want them to, but they're going to work out and it's going to just going to be what it is. Number one, the power of staying sober. Number two, the power of, if you take a look at your inner circle, whether it's you, Kevin, or whether it's somebody out there listening, look at your inner circle. Pick the people that lift you up. Number three, start each day with a gratitude list and end each day with a gratitude list. As you lay in bed getting ready to go to sleep, what are five things you're grateful for? Doing something that simple, it quite literally rewires how your brain is and you go to sleep in the space of gratitude. And then when you get up, and I don't, I don't know if y'all have noticed, when you get up, especially if it's been a super deep sleep, there are those few seconds where there's literally nothing there before life drops in. The minute life drops in, what are you grateful for? Five things. I need to do that more and more, especially lately with how much stress and stuff's been on me. <laughs> I've noticed well, and, this. And Kevin, you need to be grateful for the stress. I, you know, it's funny. I am grateful for the stress because if I had no stress, then, uh, who, you know, business and such probably wouldn't be yeah. going so hot. One thing I've noticed too is a grateful person like loves to help other people too. And I, I think, you know, we've talked about it. Like for me, the key to staying sober is helping other people and, and helping other people that struggle with addiction. You know, one thing that I'm doing is this podcast, among other things, like you said, I spoke at my church, uh, which is available on YouTube, which will kind of drop that link. If you want to look at it, it is very honestly one of it's the coolest things I've ever done in my life. And as someone who witnessed it, it was so beautiful because three years ago, I knew who you were. 
And mm, now yeah. I know who, who you are. And the transformation is incredible. There are a lot of people in our circles who have had similar transformation. Kevin, you're just very vocal. And that's one of the ways that you keep this sobriety alive. It felt really good to be able to tell my story. And it's interesting that you just said that, Jim, and talk about being grateful. I think first day in rehab, a few days sober, just off feeling awful and couldn't even speak in in a group of four or five people because my voice was trembling. I was so anxious. I was so nervous. I hated myself so much. To go from that, a broken man who just hated himself, to a guy who can get up there still with a lot of humility, knowing I don't deserve anything, but to get up there and be able to just tell my story. And, you know, I'm pretty open. You know, I'm a Christian and talk about how God had helped me. I did have uh, a couple people who are not Christians who listened to it and they said they found some good in it too. So, uh, you know, I'm not, I guess I am. Most Christians, we are trying to push our religion on you a little bit. I just ask that you listen to it and take what you like and you can leave the rest. And I do truly think though, that what we're seeing in just like society is that stigma is slowly chipping away. That stigma of like an addict is this loser and realizing that we, when we find recovery, we can do some spectacular things. And I'm grateful talking about gratitude for the platform that I was given by my pastor and by my church and really by so many other people as well. So whether you're in early sobriety or you've got a lot of sobriety time or you're dealing with someone who is or isn't, I mean, it, this is one thing that applies to, I think, everyone in every walk of life. And that's, I always say, take stock of what you're grateful for. I have people that call me all the time and they're like struggling and I'm like, hey, all right, tell me two or three things you're grateful for first. Mm -hmm. All right, now let's talk about this situation. Because we have to remember that if you're like me, my mind, as soon as something bad goes, everything's bad. Everybody hates me. I'm going to fail. My business is going to end. And I go through this whole loop. But if I remember all of these things that I'm grateful for, and I remember that, hey, this problem is small in comparison to all the good that's going on in my life. And again, even if it's a big problem, like let's be grateful that we have someone to talk, you know, call somebody, people around you all that stuff. And the number one thing though, for me is sobriety and recovery and finding it and, and holding on to it and working for it and doing what I need to do. And I'm grateful that I found the solution that I found. The solution that you found is simply the process that makes it work for you. What is the process that makes it work for you? I promise you, if you begin a gratitude practice, and if you every single day, just write down between five and 10 things, Within 30 days, your outlook on life is going to shift. And as that outlook on life shifts, what you're going to find literally is that life becomes much more bearable, that your recovery tends to be stronger. And as a result, people are going to look at you and they'll be like, why are you so happy? What's going on? Even with you, Kevin. Yeah. We joke about the stress because I'm just like, you know, you tell me you're stressed and I'm like, well, is it good stress that moves you forward, Kevin, or is it not? And most of the time it's good stress. <laughs> the stress can almost be empowering if you're in the right headspace. And again, it's, it's the gratitude for life. And I know we've probably beat this to death and we can end this episode here in a second. No matter what you're going through right now, think of things you're grateful for. Maybe you're like me early on where I was like, I don't even know if I'm grateful to be alive. But as it becomes something you practice and you put effort in and you you work at it and you consistently do it, like you said, you can like change your brain and your mind and all that stuff 
all that stuff that Jim talks about more than me. I'm very practical and it's, Hey, it worked for me. So I'm going to keep doing it. Like I'm super simple. And if that means my brain was rewired or something awesome, but I know that it worked for me. And now my mindset and outlook on life is like so much different and so much better. And I will say, if you're listening to this and you hear us talk about the positive side of Kevin and stress and almost three years, do not judge yourself. I cannot tell you the amount of work we did early on to get Kevin to that space. So just because you hear us use the word positive and stress in the same sentence, it takes a while, but that is what occurs along the journey of a successful recovery process. People want to okay. know what works. So, so for me, everybody's different. And for me, like it's worked and it's been consistency. And it's like you said, Jim, we did a lot of work. I still do a lot of work. Like every day I do, I do work. It's like, just like, you know, your physical fitness, you're going to work on it. And one of the biggest workouts for me is gratitude. And it's, it's sometimes is not easy. Sometimes it's frustrating. Sometimes I wish I didn't have to do it. Sometimes when I'm mad, it's the last thing that I want to do, but I'm telling you it and helping others are the two keys to my recovery and sobriety. And so I just challenge anybody out there. If you're having a bad day or you're having a good day, Think of some things you're, grat you're grateful for. Make a gratitude list, as cheesy as it sounds, and watch your life change because it will happen. Brilliantly stated. And on that, we're going to wrap this one up. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sobriety Elevated podcast. Please like us, rate us, share us with your friends and family. By doing that, you make the difference. The more people that listen to this, the more we impact the recovery around the world. Thank you and create an incredible day.